Welcome to the Curated Experience. I am your host, Amos Tanuma. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, our show has one mission. We are all about the customer experience. Um, it's a rainy day here in Oklahoma City, and it's uh, a pleasure to be back on the air with you all. So today, I I want to I want to talk about a, uh, a a topic around getting customer feedback and voice of the customer or whatever um, way you describe it. So. If, if you've noticed, and if you if you if you fly around um, like I do, you would uh, you would notice a new trend where um, airport bathrooms now has a damn survey machine after you leave. Um, there's usually a smiley face and a frowny face, and I suspect the idea is it's you know you go in, you do your business, and you come back, and you're supposed to touch this thing and. Uh, record your feedback as to how it went. I'm not really sure what it is measuring exactly um, how good your bathroom experience is. But but the idea really here is that uh, the, if you look at the voice of the customer market, this whole idea of getting customer feedback, typically via surveys, is growing in leaps and bounds. Their entire industries and companies that didn't exist focused on helping us get better at this. And uh, in general, um, as one who is a practitioner in this industry, I think it's a net positive. Uh, but there are some some, some negatives. Uh, because on the surface, again, isn't it great that we were asking customers how they feel, how likely they are to recommend, and how much effort did you put in, or whatever question does your, um, your organization um, prefers. Uh, the thinking is they let us know how well we're doing and we will run our business in large parts based on that intelligence. Um, there are bonuses and incentives all tied to this VOC thing. Um, you know, NPS is a popular one, for example. I'll likely we ought to recommend. And, 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 I, and I think there is huge danger here that I want to point out on. I think we have we have gone too far. So for starters, the, the the first thing about basing your business decisions in this is we are talking about um, customer data here. And no one loves customers more than me, but you've got to know, I, I think it goes without saying that this data is overly biased. Your customers have an agenda just like you, just like me, customers who already uh, are predisposed to like you are probably more forgiven than those who already hate you. Um, you know, case in point, you know, uh, let me pick on a company. Um, Apple, for example, when Apple has a misstep, uh, remember, uh, you know, they've got they had the um, the Maps fiasco uh, several years ago. Um, in general, there was some flack, but in general, because customers are already predisposed to like them, it was sort of oh, okay, you know, they screwed up this time, and off we go. On the other hand, um, you, like me, are probably already predisposed to hate your cable company. And we tend to not give them as much credit for um, things they do well. And we all tend to sort of hammer them because, again, uh, we, have, we, we have biases there. But even more insidious than that, um, you know, we human beings can at times be easy to manipulate, uh, especially when it comes to phrasing. So... I've been in enough organizations to see that 
even organizations who practice uh, the same methodologies, the phrasing of these questions or in the ways they're presented can manipulate um, and have you know, great out- influences over the outcomes. And again, if you are basing what to go work on next based on the aggregate of what I consider a dirty data, uh, you will run into um, plenty of problems. Uh, but, but, but even more, more, more importantly than that, um, your customers are clueless about what they want and what will keep them happy. Uh, not on a meta sense, that's true as well, but specifically as it relates to your business. There's this quote that's been attributed to um, Henry Ford that says, you know, if I asked customers what they wanted, they would have uh, said they wanted a faster horse as opposed to the car that his company built. Um, you know, that Henry Ford didn't actually say those words, but I think there is truth to the sentiment if you sort of think about it. If um, your company is asking my opinion, and if your company makes watches, I have a very limited view of what's possible. Um, I am never going to be as smart about um, the watch industry than, 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 than you and your company because that is what you do. So the idea that we want to go then rely uh, too heavily on customer data to help influence what we focus on and, and, and how we sort of make improvements seems misguided on the surface, given that your customers are clueless. Well, let me say one more thing, and this might be controversial, but your customers are also liars. Um, or, you know, if you want to be more charitable, they have terrible memories. Um, I think it was the... Uh, the customer effort folks who's, who did a, a large study that found that 28% of satisfied customers uh, were planning to defect and leave your organization. So on the one hand, they tell you, hey, I'm very happy with what you're doing here. Um, and on the other hand, they are out the door um, without even a, 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 a wink and a nod. And before you get smug and say, you know what, I am an MPS shop and I ask how likely you are to rep- recommend... You know, we found in a large consumer goods company that one out of five promoters left for the competition. So these were people who said they were promoters. And and if you if you even um, have any doubt, I encourage you if you and if you ask the how likely you ought to recommend, go look at your actual customer behaviors and tell me what percentage of your so-called promoters ever promote your company um, on, 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 on the digital channels. So uh, again, um, again, go back to my premise here, which is that asking customers for feedback and, and the voice of the customer and focusing business decisions heavily relied on that data is a road to mediocrity, which frankly... Um, a lot of organizations have been over the last few years, and I think this well-intentioned idea is part of what the, the problem is. So if you are if relying on customer feedback is bad, uh, before I sort of wrap up here, uh, what, should, what should we do? Um, and, and I'll start the conversation here and probably finish it uh, maybe in a blog post or another podcast. The, the first thing is, 
your employees, particularly those who work in the contact center, and let me let me um, input my biases there, but I but I think the folks in your company, uh, your sales reps, people who have frequent contact with the customers, are frankly more equipped to give you data. They're smarter about how to make lives easier for your customers than your customers themselves. Uh, because they feel the pain and understand where the challenges are and are smart about what is possible within your organization. If you now, in in a smart way, begin to sort of combine that um, with the analytics you're getting from customer data, uh, you now have a, frankly, far more accurate plan of action to really begin to improve the lives of your customers. Uh, let, let me touch another one pretty quickly here. If you, uh, if, if you again, you're interested in, in, in really focusing on what's important, while customer surveys and VOC are interesting, they're even more powerful when you combine them with other sources of data. Uh, we've now developed a, a, a new framework that incorporates things like credibility, reliability, transactional data, etc. But before you even do any of that, you already have data today that measures your customers' actual behavior, not the BS they're feeding you in surveys. If you begin to sort of combine that uh, with some of this VOC data, uh, you would already be in your way and, and, and ahead of the, the pack, if you will, when it comes to this issue of relying on customers. Again, your customers cannot be trusted and that's what we have learned today. I want to thank you for listening to the show. Um, again, my name is Amas Tanuma. Uh, if you want to con- continue the conversation, check out my blog where you can listen to other um, episodes on iTunes and buy a copy of my book, The Curated Experience. Again, remember, if your experience is not intentionally curated, it ends up being random. I will talk to you next time.